I am Emily F. Eman, and this is Rescuing Mondays, bridging the Sunday to Monday gap. If this is your first time listening in, Rescuing Mondays was created to bridge the gap between our Sunday faith to our Monday work. As I always say in the introduction of each episode, when it comes to your work, perhaps you're feeling a bit fogged in at the moment. It could be that your work has you simply leaving for the weekend. Maybe you're looking for some clear direction about your work or your attitude towards your work. Perhaps you need some timely wisdom to guide you. Whether you really like your present work or you are just enjoying your job, I am hopeful that a small investment of your time listening to this podcast will be well worth your effort. We all find ourselves at different seasons in our faith and work. But as we go back to the basics of doing life found in the Bible and apply God's word to our work world, my hope is that we are able to personally experience more of God in our lives and in our workplaces. You're listening to episode 27. In and through our work or jobs, we have been given a daily opportunity to be gracious and to serve joyfully the students we teach, the patients we examine, the customers we serve, or the fellow employees we work with. For many of us, this will mean a shift in our perspective about the people we encounter in our workplace each day. Yes, people can be difficult to work with and they can quickly get under our skin. But are we able to look past the messes and see the masterpieces God has made them to be, just as we want others to also do the same to us? Paul reminds Titus that as we, as followers of Jesus, are to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. Sounds like a tall order, right? At least for me, I'm not sure with you. But as followers of Jesus Christ who embrace common grace, we are called to be honest and considerate in our workplaces. We should be quick to praise others for their successes and contributions and seek practical ways to be helpful and caring. Sure, it may be a dog-eat-dog world where you work, but strive for a greater sensitivity to the hurts and cares of those around you. Be attentive to ways you can express and model Christ-like gentleness and servanthood. Be a good neighbor, not just where you live, but also where you work. Our work can be a place where we are the recipient of ill treatment from others, and the temptation to retaliate through whatever means we can is very strong. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. A boss can treat us unfairly. Customers can take out their frustration and anger on us. In the workplace, people can abuse power. I still remember how I was wrongly accused, twice, by my previous colleagues in different organizations of something I did not do. We learned later on that both separate incidents were caused by jealousy and envy. When that happens, how are we to respond when we face ill treatment in the workplace? Turning the other cheek does not mean it is improper to seek appropriate grievance processes and legal procedures when we have been unfairly taken advantage of. However, as followers of Jesus Christ, we must guard our hearts against bitterness toward anyone and grant them grace 
as well as obey what the word instructs. In my case, do not take your fellow believer to court, a lesson I learned the hard way. Scripture makes clear that we are not to retaliate or take vengeance into our own hands and that we are to overcome evil with good. Romans chapter 12 verses 17 to 19 says, and I quote, Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. End of quote. In these verses, I can't find much situational wiggle room that would allow me to take matters into my own hands. Paul says we are to never pay back evil for evil or take our own revenge. We are to let God be God. This does not mean that we are to be soft on sin or apathetic toward wrongdoing, nor are we a doormat of passivity for people to walk over. But we find it in our hearts that God is in charge and He is the one who will settle any scores that need to be settled. As an aside, I am happy to say that God has avenged me from both situations that I mentioned earlier on when I was wrongly accused in ways I've never expected. Indeed, vengeance is God's. He will repay. Romans chapter 12 verses 20 to 21 says, and I quote, To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. End of quote. The masterpiece of most of our lives will not be seen under the bright lights of visibility, but will be the extraordinary impact of our ordinary day-to-day -day life, faithfully lived in extraordinary ways through the wisdom of the Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. It is in and through our jobs and work that Christ shines bright and our faith in God is lived out. And that about does it for this episode of Rescuing Mondays. Find this podcast on Instagram at Rescuing Mondays, as well as on Pinterest, username Rescuing Mondays, or at the website rescuingmondays.com. Please don't forget to subscribe, review, and rate on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. I will meet you here again next week. Thanks for listening. Until next time.